Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. Hey there. Today's episode is hosted by friend of the show, Shira Ehrlichman. Hang tight. And I'll be back on October 30th. I'm Shira Ehrlichman, and this is The Slowdown. As a teen, I was a jock and an artist who floated between differing social groups with ease. I was bubbly and optimistic, but I was also closeted, pining after my best friend and constantly troubled by school as an often dehumanizing place. I regularly felt that I needed to be submissive to adults who didn't seem to care to know me as a person, but as a piece of paper to address with red pen. I moved dizzyingly from class to class in a building of 2,000-plus people. High school was probably the most social time of my life. But loneliness doesn't care about how many people are around you. To not feel connected, especially when surrounded by so many, is lonely-making. When spring erupted my sophomore year, I felt fully locked inside my unexpressed queerness, unexpressed love, unexpressed self. An ennui had settled inside me, only a stone's throw away from recognizable depression. There was one place in my life where I felt the difference between being lonely and alone. It was the art room. The advanced class started at 8.45 a.m., but I'd be there at seven, even before Miss Sens, our offbeat and bespectacled teacher, arrived. Miss Sens was different from the other adults. She was candid, passionate, and teasing. Four times a week, she'd allow that I could let myself in and paint undisturbed. I'd press play on my Discman, Santana glazing my mood with zingy solos. I'd let my loneliness fall away like a dense wool coat and immerse myself instead in aloneness. But this transformation took place before I stepped through those blue double doors into the sanctuary of an abandoned art room. Our high school was only a 10-minute walk from my home. On those art room-destined spring mornings, the air was lit by pollen, the sun was 6.45 a.m. high, the air heady and swollen with conversing blossoms and bees. Allergies made my eyes itchy red, which hid some of the secret crying I did about that girl. My walk was quiet, except for the chittering of winged insects who had so much to say. It was just me, and them, and the blooms, and my thoughts, which were thinned by their proximity to recent dreaming. I was connected and content. In this state, I could hear the world unfolding, 
almost like I was praying. I wasn't that shut-down 16-year-old just getting through a day. I was open. Today's poem is about that prayerful space, which offers not just withdrawal, but perspective. I see in this poem what it was that I found on my walk to my art room sanctuary. What appears to be aloneness is actually a deepening camaraderie. Poem at the Top of a Mountain by Angel Nafis The cypress are davening, the lake disturbing itself on a loop. From branches, tea olive petals undo themselves, mess the air where the falcons plot on the grebes. Bedsheets clapping on the line, crumb by crumb ants procession, old meals back into the earth. The earth is up in puffs of umber dust, more evidence of the fingers of wind, mischievous composers of the box braids chorus. Conspiracy is truth, God's sweet tooth. Okay, okay, I'm listening. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. As a public media podcast, The Slowdown relies on donations from our community of listeners. Contribute today to help power our show for episodes to come. Visit slowdownshow.org slash donate and thank you.